This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
course, that was the mighty Glucifer and Desolate City from the Isaac soundtrack, which is probably one of my favourite films of all time. Oh, that and Zulu, where the Claytown troupe borrowed some of the tribal singing for Big Will, which was the only track to their second album, first for EMI, out there.
we done with Record Store Day yet? I tell you, I find it more stressful than Christmas. Actually, uh, collecting records is the most stressful thing that I do. Perversely, once acquired, listening to records is the most relaxing thing that I do. Well, that and reading books. As you know, my own personal Record Store Day haul consisted of the remarkable records pressing of So A Lonesome by Johnny Thunders, who passed away 27 years ago last Monday. From said album, this is Great Big Kiss that uh, features Waterloo, Billy Rath, Paul Cook, Steve Jones, which utilises practically all the parts recorded at the session but were left off the final mix. Most notably, Johnny and Steve Jones's guitar contribution. With a lot more backing vocals from Chrissy Hines, Patty Palin and Kalola Kaula. When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-V.
just to emphasise how much music affects me. On Wednesday, Rock Radio UK boss Phil, hi Phil, messaged me the Dropbox link to an album in this month's new release folder. I picked it up on my way home from work, responsibly pulling over, putting the handbrake on and putting the car into park. I checked what it was. Two words. Rat and scabies. Now, I had a bootload of shopping for my mother, which I was obviously going to drop off, along with the obligatory cup of tea and a catch-up before heading home. Now, all I could think of was bypassing all of that and getting to my computer and confirm my hope that it was Rat's PhD, Prison Hospital Debt Album. It was like I was convinced it was time-sensitive, and if I didn't get home straight away, the Dropbox link would somehow expire. Forever. My mum had already phoned me earlier in the day, commenting that I was always in a rush. Today, I was in Billy Whiz mode. To compound and make matters even more stressful, Mrs A had texted me that a CD had turned up from the States. That'll be the new Smash Fashion album, I texted back. So when I got in, I was ready to self-combust. That'll burst into tears. Do I listen to one of my three all-favourite time drummer's first ever solo album, or bung on Rompus Pompous by Smash Fashion, who had taken the time not only to post me the CD, but also thanked me in the liner notes. I did neither. I put the idiot box on and watched Looking for Johnny, courtesy of Amazon Prime.
That was the title track from Smash Fashion's Rompus Pompous CD. All we need now is some UK dates. I mean, it would be cheaper for Repo to fly in from Finland. Ratscabies has a couple of spoken word gigs coming up to coincide with the release of his aforementioned solo album, PhD. The first is uh, in Southend on the 20th of May at the Tea Tray, and then the following day at the Lewis Con Club, where I'll be. Uh, I do hope that Rat's album isn't going to be judged against the damn evil spirits, just because for 20 years, 22 years ago, he used to drum for them. Because they're two different kettles of fish, no pen intended. Whereas the damned album is new material, Rat has collected together material that he has recorded over the years, some instrumental and some vocal, and put them together on one slab of wax. Now, I've already played uh, Chew On Me from, uh, from it on last Sunday's show, but as this is my show... I'm going to play something else from it. One of my favourite tracks is Rat's Opus. That seems like it would fit right at home on Pink Floyd's Brick in the Wall. Just see 
pretty good, huh? On the last Sunday show, I also played the B-side to Dragon's new single. Well, I guess it would be rude of me not to play the A-side, which is a cover of Steve Earle's Oxycontin Blues.
straight after Oxycon in Blues, I played the original of In My Chair by Status Quo, the Dragon, recorded for the Just Heard A-side, but you knew that already. I quite like Dragon to record a whole album in a similar vein. Talking to covers, here's the originals of The Demon's Hot Running Blood and The Hit Priest's Terminal Lust that the respective bands covered and I played last Sunday.
just about now, if you're listening in live, the Demons and the Hit Priests will be watching Imperial State Electric at the Drenched in Blood Festival after playing their own respective sets. This time next week, I would have seen the Hit Priests up at the 100 Club supporting Crazy Heads, so now you know. And you should go as well. So, on to a new music and Hypnos last Friday released GBG Sessions, their first album with new vocalist Linus Johnson. Uh, the album pretty much is an introduction to Linus. Two new songs, five original that have been re-recorded, and a cover, all recorded live in the studio. I've already played uh, the track Mountain on episode 591 aired in February, and as you know, I have a love-hate relationship with covers. However, as I seem to be playing a fair amount of things like that at the moment, um, and in this instance, their cover of Gimme 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 by ABBA has been doing it for me. It's that track that I've selected to play for your consideration, nay, pleasure.
Bone, who hail from Sweden, were an unknown quantity to me. That was until their third album, Come Out and Play, found its way into my inbox. I'm not going to even try and pronounce the five band members, but... On the title track, I could quite easily have been told it was a forgotten soundtrack of our live song and believed it. Sometime tomorrow, a friend of the show and school associate, Arkwright, will phone me up and say, no, it doesn't. Anyway, as the album progressed, I get more of a 70s rock feel. The good, funky rock and roll, and not the rubbish stuff.
last week I got a message from Martin Gordon saying that as we'd been in touch in the past, he thought I might be interested in some fish. To be specific, his new album called Thanks for All the Fish. Obviously a Douglas Adams fan, I said to myself. He went on to say that fish are very good for you and contain some kind of weird oil which can make people less stupid. Now some of you are probably going... Ruby Martin Gordon. Well, he began his career in the 70s as bass player with Sparks, who found success in the UK with hits like This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us, uh, from their 1974 album Kimono My House. Uh, he was dismissed from said band for reading a newspaper while rehearsing. Uh, he next came to my attention when he formed the Radio Stars and achieved a modicum of success with them and uh, two well-received albums. That'll be Songs for Swinging Lovers and the uh, holiday album. Uh, he also found time after moving to Paris to play session bass on the Rolling Stones Emotional Rescue recordings. So that was it, and this is now. Thanks for all the fish. Taps into the existent challenging Trump Brexit zeitgeist following the central character Percy the perceptive and proudly puffy puffin you're reading this you can tell as he careers from one human design disaster to the next before finally making the ultimate choice <sighs> the song i'm going to play is god's not great martin says that ganesh is the one for him a blue flute playing elephant there's lovely for you <laughs>
Wednesday, tickets for the Dam's Autumn Tour went on pre-sale. Normally, uh, I've just booked tickets to see them at venues that were within easy driving distance. The Dome in Brighton and Shepherd's Bush Empire were the ones that I had earmarked. That was until I saw the price. Right at the tour at the beginning of the year, they were around the 28 quid mark. Facility fee of uh, £1.25, service charge of £3.60 and postage of £3.75 added on top and that's per ticket, not per order. Bringing the uh, London price total to £36.60 nearly £9 more than the face value with no mention yet of the support. As you know I wanted to be Michael Monroe so I bulked. No tickets were purchased. Uh, As with record collecting I started to sweat and panic Supposing Michael was the support and the gigs had sold out. Plus, Paul Gray was once again playing bass. Then, Exeter Ray phoned me asking if I had tickets for the London gig as he wanted to come up. 24 hours later, for the Brian and London, tickets have now been purchased. So, all in all, I've spent £34.40 pence on additional charges from the same site at the same time. Not happy.
Moving on to the rats who are Aussie punk rock legend Lucy Spazzy's new London backing outfit. The sound comes across like a lab experiment gone wrong with the most delicate of hamsters being ravaged by the filthiest sewer rat whilst humming the sweetest of melodies. Science gone indeed too far. With Manu on drums and Mike Cannibal and Joe on twin guitar assault, these rodents had some bite and voila! Lucy and the Rats were born. The sound is chock full of mean hooks and warm, irresistible melodies. Uh, Lucy's delicate voice and harmonies sitting on top of what has become a brilliant power pop backland. On stage, Lucy channels the toughen-up sexiness of Lucy... On stage, Lucy channels the toughen-up sexiness of Susie Quattro via Kurt Cobain's plaid shirt draw. Uh, You can see them live. Uh, in London, because uh, they've got three shows booked for June the 4th, 12th and 13th at the Hope and Anchor and the Unicorn and the Finsbury Park, respectively. Their self-titled debut LP will be officially released worldwide on the 25th of May and was recorded in Spain and produced by Johnny Casino and Jim Diamond. The first track off the album is called Pills and sounds a lot like this. Until Sunday, take it easy. I got real numbing. 